This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is brought to you in association with Wednesday Picks, the free-to-play game where you can bag yourself a share of £1,000 just by answering a few questions based on our upcoming fixture. Just head to the iOS App Store or the Google Play Store to download the app and enter your predictions. You have to be over 18 to play. Please play responsibly and be gambleaware.org. Hi guys, this is Chris Lyons. I'm Gerald Sabon. Marcus Hudgay. David Lucas. I'm Glenn Lovens. I'm Daniel Pudil. And I love listening to the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. Uh, we've got something a little bit different for you today. Um, with there being no domestic football this week, uh, we've not got a great deal to talk about, you know, that we've not already talked about already. Um, so we've decided to do a Sheffield Wednesday Best 11 episode. Uh, as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Jamie. How are you doing, mate? You all right? Not bad, pal, not bad. Good, good stuff. Now, uh, me and Jamie are both the same age, both in the same year at school. I was born in 89, Jamie in 1990. Uh, so as you've heard us talk about before, our earliest memories aren't of us going to Wembley or lifting League Cup trophy. All their eyes are from when we got relegated, really, after uh, after 2000. Now, if we asked you what the best team of all time is, then I'm sure we'd have the likes of Waddle, Sheridan, Curran, Nielsen, etc., but we didn't get a chance to see them. Uh, we just hear about them and all the glory days, so to speak. Now, the best days we could talk about is probably winning playoffs uh, or getting into championship in, what, 2005 or that promotion season in 2012 when we beat Wickham. So with that in mind, me and Jeremy decided to do our best 11 from our era, which is post-2000, so really the season after we got relegated from Premiership. Now, quite a few of you have got involved, which is amazing, uh, on Twitter. So we'll be reading a few of those out uh, a little bit later on. Now, to keep it simple, I'm just going to be a 4-4-2 formation. Now it's 4-2-3-1 rubbish or like that. 4-4-2. Um, so you can go first, Jamie. Who, who have you got in goal, mate? Well, before we sell out, who have we got in goal? Like, even you just said then plus 2,000, which, which is what we're doing. But at the same time, I still haven't got pressmen in. I still got people like Sibonin. Do you know what I mean? Because I feel like it's got to be from when I remember properly. So it's all right remembering one goal from Sibonin. I'm a good person. But from me going to every match sort of thing and remembering players, I've sort of done it from 
I'd say 2004, if you know what I mean. But anyway, so in yeah, net, well, to, 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 to be fair, you are there, I mean, to be fair, like Pressman and Sibon, you could argue that. Well, I mean, like Pressman, especially, you could argue that he had his better times in the 90s, didn't you? Really, after 2000, it kind of, you know, he weren't as good, I suppose. Well, 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 before we say a few names out there and put a few names out there, I'll just go with who I've gone for number one. And I've gone for number one for Westwood. I just think Westwood, five years now, six years, whatever, is just a solid number one keeper. Obviously, he's had it up down recently. But taking us to Wembley, Weber, being that keeper that had the best record for this division, the best record for that division, just the amount the amount of shot stops he's done, the amount of the fans... The saves he's done, the clean sheet record, everything. I just don't think he can beat Westwood. I think he's been brilliant. Yeah, I mean, arguably you could say that he's like he's one of the best keepers, if not the best keeper in in Championship. To be to be fair, and you know, everyone were crying out for him to be. Uh, you know, when he's not in the side, we I think we do. I think we do miss him. Um, I've I've gone a little bit different to yourself. Um, perhaps not obvious choice. I think Westwood would probably be obvious, but Lee Grant for me. Uh, I think he were. I think he were a great keeper. Um, yeah, you know, amazing shot stopper. I think he played what hundred and thirty six games. He played for us between two thousand and seven two thousand and ten, uh, and they were capped at England youth level. Obviously, never quite, never quite made it. Uh, I think is it, is it Manchester United now? Lee Grant, the man you now, yeah. About eight, eighth choice or something, but, <laughs> but he's still at Man, he's still at Man United. Uh, for me, I just I just remember some of the amazing saves that he that he pulled off, um, and he were part of that Derby double side um, in two thousand and seven. Yeah, so, days, were it? It was the days with Tud Gabriel. It was all them days, weren't it? Yeah, for me at the, at the time, I thought he were class. And again, and again, we, we've done quite well, haven't we? Really, um, in terms of keepers, we've we've always had like. A decent keeper, obviously. Yeah, we have men, uh like Lee Grant, then Westwood. I think we've, um, I think, I think we've done quite well. Um, who we're choosing though? Then uh, Grant and Westwood. I think it's only going to be one in it, really. Well, I think we've got to go to Westwood, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. I think that's, I think that's quite. Yeah, I think that's quite well, but fair. James, another one, another one I wanted to, another one I wanted to mention, just because this, this is this keeper here. It's not all slow, the Tidman, is it? But Scott, Scott Carson <laughs> came on a month's loan, and he would. Solid for a, it, would, it might be more than a month, but he was absolutely solid. Scott Carson, if you could have players in for a month alone, then he'd be in there. So, no, could not actually all make a team. Then. No, not all the team, an absolute shocking. <laughs> or Chris Adamson, no. what about him? Right, James. Yeah, good looking kid, though. Right, James, are we going to be all left back now? <laughs> yeah, got left back. Uh, I've gone with uh, Reader Johnson, um, signing from Plymouth. Uh, I think he. Played what things I've got down here seventy five games. I think he scored about seventy five goals as well. It felt like it anyway. <laughs> he, scored, he scored some rain goals didn't he, from uh, from left back. It um, just run through brick walls for you. Like, you know, uh, he just put in hundred and ten percent. And it's weird, isn't it? Like he might not have been the most skillful player, but there's a there's a theme sometimes that the, the players that put in all the effort. And I think there's a few others that will that we'll mention a little bit later on. The, the players that put in the effort that they, they just stand out as like as good as good players and uh, they always stand in you know uh, you always remember him you know sometimes we put him up front as well so even though he played left back you know he'd, he'd do a job up, up front and the one thing that uh, he's, um, I remember from Reedy Johnson is that six 0 win against Leeds I think he scored the first goal didn't he in that in that win and then I think he got clattered good, as well. Did he score two? 
I thought he only, I thought he only oh, scored I one. I know he scored first goal anyway, but for me, like Reedy Johnson. Yeah, Reedy Johnson for me, just absolute absolute quality. Um, so yeah, left back, it's got to be got to be Reedy Johnson. What about you? I, I wrote down James. This is how funny this was. For left back, it was the only position I wrote down. It's not one of them where you had hundreds of players. It's one of them where it were either Reader Johnson, Daniel Padil, Tommy Spur. And ah, yeah. I wrote down Reader. I wrote down Reader for several reasons because it's the fan favourite. Is this is that blah blah blah? But I ended on going. I ended up going with Tommy Spur. No, no disrespect to James Padil because I love Padil and I love what he did. And he were, he was more like I don't know if you think about Padil. You look at Padilla and he's more like the the champ the final team where we had Forest and really good players. He were more of a like a, a, I don't know how to we aren't causing dis, we aren't, it sounded disrespectful to Spur and Reader Johnson. He were more of a classy left back. He were more of a presence. He were more of a like I don't know like yeah I'm a proper footballer. Whereas like Spur and Reader Johnson, Spur would bang him in from forty yards. He just give it his all. Come for Wednesday, you for whatever. And I just think from Tommy Spur, we how long you were there and. What not what he achieved, but he didn't really achieve anything. Going playing for Wednesday as long as he did, then scoring that goal in that memorable win with a um, Tudgate Bramall Lane, and just sort of I don't know, being a just just always seemed to wear his heart on his sleeve. I just think I've ended up going with Tommy Spear. He scored that world, you know, against Plymouth. I think that one goal of the season, didn't it? So we're going, we're going left back then. It's got to be Reader Johnson, hasn't it? Surely. Yeah, he's got to be Reader. Yeah, we've got to go with Reader. So West Wood net, Reader Johnson, left back. Right. Uh, should we do right back next? Right back. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, you'll go, you'll, you'll go on this one. So for right back, I think you'll all know this is going to be for me. Like, yeah, I know there's a few names out there which I'll mention after you've done yours, but I've gone for Frankie Simic. I absolutely love the kid. I love the kid. You he was sick. From growing up, from growing up watching him, he was just non-stop. He used to always, every time he got ball, he used to be like, right, that's it, we're going to get a penalty now. Because he used to just bombard forward, he used to just dart forward. He used to get so many penalties. He just, his little USA face, his little USA little two foot six body, his little USA frame, everything about him, I just loved him. So for me, Frankie Simic, right back. Fra- Frankie Simic, you reminded me of Derek Geary. Derek Geary left, and then like Frankie Simic came straight in, and it was like, it was like a, just a straight replacement, weren't it? You know, it were, uh, and, it, and it kind of looked like him as well in, in a weird way. You know, <laughs> it just almost like the same. That was another one. There were Derek Geary as well. And then there, I'm sure you, mind you, there's another one I've just thought of him yet. Right, go on. Who have you got for yours? I've gone for Jack Hunt. I've gone for See, I thought you were going to say Bugsy. No, nah, I've, I've, I've gone for Jack Hunt, mate. Um, I just thought. Not as you even mentioned Palmer. Well. That's... I know, I know. But Jack Hunt, Jack Hunt was class. This is the... I've gone for I've gone for Jack Hunt, mate. Even that side that you know, we were on loan, weren't he at first? Yeah. And then we and then we signed him. And it, you know, we got into in that team that got to, us to Wembley, which for me, that's that that team were class. You know, that's in our lifetime, that's closest we've gotten into the Premier League. And uh, and it, it was just bombing forward like every opportunity. You know, you were getting down that wing. And something that we've, we've missed since. Um, you know, in recent years, we we've missed that kind of pace in in defence, and yeah, you know, everything's been a bit negative. Whereas when he were in our in the side, everything was positive. We were moving forward. Um, it, you know, for me, he were just like he were always on team sheet. You know, he were always it, it were, right back. It was weird because 
it was weird as well with him, James, because he never he never scored, never scored. He never got, he didn't even get a lot of assists for us, but he always seemed to be attacking. Do you know what I mean? Even if it were bringing players out of the game, he would always seem to be attacking. But yeah, it's a good shout that. So for 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 right back, Tim, I just I just love him to bits. But I think if we're going for best memories for us personally, I think we'd have to overall go for Hunt then, won't we? Yeah, I'll pop, pop, pop Jack Hunt in there. So we need uh, two centre backs now. Um, I'll go you first. with first one. I've picked Lee Bullen for me, and I'd probably put him as captain as well if I if I had to if I had to choose. Um, I've probably chosen him again for passion over his natural ability. You know, one thing I didn't realise, and it was something that um, Alex said the other day. That it, it was thirty three. When he came to us, yeah. I can't remember him being that old. I can't, I can't believe me. When I heard that, I can't believe it myself. I went, "What was that right?" That it's mad. That no, yeah. The, um, I mean, that iconic photo when he's sat in changing room in Cardiff with with trophy. That just that picture just like you know sticks in my mind all the time. Yeah, he gave hundred and ten percent effort. Um, I think there were were there a season where he had about four or five goals in a row or something from from defence as well. So he, you know, he popped up with a few that. goals. Yeah, I think it was he, he was another one that Chris Turner that, that plucked him out of absolute nowhere. Uh, I think he signed him from Dunfermline. So uh, you know, you know, a player that he perhaps came in and we thought, wait a minute, he's thirty-three year old, yeah. he's not going to be very good. Next minute, he's played hundred and odd got hundred and odd games, scored a few goals, captain, and he's still at club now and absolutely like bleeds blue and white. So uh, yeah, for me. For me, you've got to have uh, you've got to have bullet in the side. Who have you gone for uh, centre back? It's got to be about it's got to be about ninety six now. Then, and it's surely. <laughs> but yeah, when he, when he comes, you think he's had that career as had, and he's in Scotland. Yeah, he's Scottish and everything. But then he's come here, and it's all going to hit a world in like that in a, in a day, in a year. Going from that to um, fans at Millennium Stadium, I bet. No wonder if loves us. But yeah, anyway, centre back. So we're going for. Are you telling us both of your centre backs what you've gone for? Or what? Uh, can do, yeah. I'll, get, I'll go. I'll go for the other one then. Um, I've gone for Michael Hector as move centre back. Oh, good show. He, I know he only played one season, but to play yeah. one season and get fans player a year um, as a as a lone player as well, I think it was just absolute travesty that we never signed him. I know we kind of replaced him with, with Iorfa, which is quite a good replacement. But for for me, like he was absolutely solid. Like. Nothing got past him that that season, or were it 2018-2019. I think he played pretty much every single game that season. Um, I just I just couldn't believe we didn't, didn't sign him. Like I just really I was, gut, I was actually genuinely gutted. Normally when players leave, I'm you know it's like oh yeah whatever. Yeah, no. And he didn't sign. I, I thought it was nailed on. I thought he was the first person that we were going to going to sign. And it's perhaps you know things that have come out now with um, money side of things. That's probably the reason why we didn't sign him. But. I thought Hector were absolutely class. So yeah, I've I've gone for Bullen and Hector. Me. It was one of them where when he were on radio when he'd gone, you were listening to on uh, uh, so radio when you're at work, like waiting for transfer to come through. It's like, have we signed Hector yet? Have we signed Hector yet? That's that's how much he meant to us. And that is a really good shout because I haven't put Bullen and I haven't put Hector uh, in there. But now I'm thinking about it. That's why it's good. That's why I debate about it. That's why we have to tell each other what we had because I've gone for two completely different. So. I was thinking you can't have Hector in there when he's only been there for a season. But I put down Magic Baguera when he weren't even there a full season. So <laughs> Magic Baguera, he, 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 there's no there is no comparison to that to that player 
that Wednesday have ever, ever, ever had. I'm telling you now, we have never had a play a def- centre back that attacking and that good, both defensively and attacking ever. He was he was unstoppable. He went to Charlton from us for a few million. Then he went to Rangers and he always said he wished he could have gone back to Wednesday and fulfilled a bit more or whatever. But he was an absolute animal. I can remember his song. And like, who's that coming out of defence? Is it Bagheera? Magic Bagheera? He was. Yeah. He came right in the middle of when it was Brunt wheeling that went away at Leicester. Anyway, he was fantastic. And my second centre-back, and this is madness for me because I've always been up and down with this player, but I just think as a captain, as somebody for the last five years to be so solid in defence, season after season after season, I think you've got to put Tom Lees in there. Glenn Lovers was another massive shout what we could have had, but I just think you have to have Tom Lees in there. Young English kid that's come from Leeds, that's just come through system sort of thing at Leeds, come to Wednesday and been solid the whole way through. And when he does have a bad performance or he does have a bad few games or whatever, you know about it and it's really bad because it affects you that much. So, yeah, I've gone for Bulgara and Tom Lees. Yeah, for, for, for me, um, with, with Tom Lees, I don't know. I've just got to... I feel that he has to have another centre-back with him that's that's quality. Like, when, when he was with Leuvens, that partnership of Leuvens and Lees was, was was class. And I think he's kind of missed... He's missed Leuvens and he's not really struck another like solid partnership with some, with someone else. Um I mean for me I think we, I think we've got to have bullying in. Um and then I I'd probably say I probably say Bulgaria for for ex- those exact reasons that, that that you've said so we'll uh, would you agree with that? Uh yeah, I've, I've got to go with your argument over Bullen. And I've got to, yeah, we've got to say Bullen because of your argument. And I think what we're saying is we're sort of trying to give each other, unless there's a solid argument, trying to give each other one or each, especially when it comes to centre mid, centre backs. So I think, yeah, well, I'll, I'll take Bulgaria and my two, yeah. Go then, Magic. Right. Uh, magic, left Magic. <laughs> go on then, left, left side of midfield then. Uh, yeah, I went first last time, so you go, you go first this time. Left side of midfield. I'm hoping you haven't said this because I think 90% of Wednesday fans would say Brunt and me included, I brought Brunt down every single time until I came to actually doing the final team and I just thought, I can't, I've got to go with Ross Wallace. So I changed it to Ross Wallace because Ross Wallace, yes, Brunt scored them absolute screamers, but he scored them mainly in League One. Yes, he was class for his in that crossy, everything about him, but... Ross Wallace's personality, what he brought to the team, the the mood, the general mood he brought around that club that season, like how he got everyone going, you could see how much of a jerky were, the, the goals that he scored, the crosses he scored, the amount of shit he got us out of. I think I had to go in the end with Ross Wallace. Yeah, I mean, that he scored an absolute worldie against Fulham, didn't he? From about, God knows how far out that were. Yeah. That goal, he scored another cracking goal in playoff semi-final as well. That that were another yeah. uh, absolute screamer. Well, Brunt, Brunt did, didn't he, mate? Brunt did. I can always remember that one against Barnes, the volley, volley against Barnes, you were right for that one against Coventry. I was sat in cop for that and it felt like it hit it. And then, like, by the time I'd gone and had a pint, gone to the toilet, had a piss, come back and just gone in because it was going that long. Well, that 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 Mr. Predictable over here. That's what I've gone for. I, I've gone. I've I've picked Chris Brunt. <laughs> just, just, what, are we gonna do? what are we going to do here? I've no idea. Uh, he's got an absolute one. You know what? I, think, I, I honestly think. I think. I'm, I think. You know, the main reason I think I picked Wallace was to get my point across for how much we loved him. And I'm, but 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 because I knew you'd have gone for Brunt, so we could have settled on Brunt. So I think yeah, we will we'll go for Brunt. So. Yeah, I mean, Brunt, like I say, a wonderful left foot. Uh, them free kicks he had were absolutely dead, no, deadly. You, you just spoke about some of the goals he scored, but you missed out that Leicester one that you always keep banging on about. Oh, 
Yeah, I know that last day of class. It was just one after other, weren't it? Like, he's the only player who's ever, as soon as he goes to take a free kick, you're generally like, it's like a penalty. You're like, right, is he going to score or not? Like, there's doing ever no in between. You're like, right, he could score every single time he got ball, he could score this. Yeah, it's, it's frustrating as well because he's another one of them players that, you know, we're at Middlesbrough and I don't think he even played for Middlesbrough. I think we're in their like reserve team when, when we signed him. And then he obviously did fantastic with us. And then he went on to do like bigger and better things. And I think that's like a frustration as being a Wednesday fan. There's so many players that we've had that were half decent or or right. And and then they've and then they've gone on and you know gone on to you know playing premiership and, and things like that. There's another couple of players that we're gonna mention a little bit a little bit later that did exactly the same. But you know, he had a, he had a magnificent career at West Brom. Uh, obviously, an Irish side as well. So uh, for me, I think I think we've got to have Chris Brunt. Like even for the like for the goal he scored, that free kick he scored against Brentford in that in that playoff uh, in that playoff season uh, in League One. That went uh, semi final. That deflected free kick. Yeah, but just just the whole memory of it all, you know, like of him yeah, you know, know. scoring and and what have you. So for me, yeah, I'll uh, I'll bang Chris Brunt in on the uh, left back. Um, Sorry, left midfield. Left sorry. midfield. <laughs> <laughs> left back. Right, James. Before before you say your right right midfielder, then because obviously we know Wallace sometimes played right mid as well. He swapped a bit with Fingy or whatever, didn't he? So, who have you got for your right mid? Yeah, I've I've gone for Antonio. Um, I think he would absolutely class. Ooh. And I just think I think to myself now, nah, what if we still had him? Do you know what I mean? Like things that he's been yeah, able to go and do. Do you know what I mean? Like he's absolutely class, and I can just. I can just like picture him now bombing down that that wing and just it was absolutely like lightning. And I mean, we, did we sign him from Reading? Were it? We, we signed him from. Yeah. Um, I think we were, we were on loan, weren't he, at first? And uh, yeah, he would just the goals he scored, and, and, and you know another standout memory where Wickham game when he, he scored the first goal didn't he, against uh, against Wickham everyone were absolutely shit in the pants because they thought even though it was like kind of odds on that we were gonna gonna do it he always yeah. had that oh it's the Wednesday the Wednesday way uh, and I think that goal just kind of settled everyone's nerves didn't it everyone just kind of calmed down a bit after that first goal went in um, so yeah for me Ant- Antonio absolutely nailed we, we were like that mate we were ready we were like ha ha ready we've done you we've had your pants down there a few years later yeah there you go I've jumped top scoring division bye but anyway so <laughs> right mid- right right midfield um, so that's a good shout I wrote Antonio down but I don't know why I keep saying this I thought oh, he weren't there long enough to, to merit his place but he was obviously because I've said Bulgaria like I said but anyway I've gone down there I've gone down there and I've, I've crossed out Jermaine Johnson because he were a legend again another player that couldn't yeah, have class. that final touch but he'd have it, he'd have it once I think, I, I, think I know who you've gone when... for I think I know who you've gone for go on then have you gone for JP yeah, I've got, I loved him. JP McGovern, I absolutely loved him. Again, the memories at Web, uh, Millennium Stadium, just a little stupid horse thing he used to do. Ribbon Peacock and Brunt and Wheeling, that whole team. I, that whole team for me were just the best team ever. But even Paddy Collins at flipping right back and he were crap. But yeah, John Paul McGovern. John Paul McGovern, just that goal against Brentford in first leg to make it 1 0 uh, to finish that first leg. Just the goals he scored, the assists he got, the the, the non-stop running he used to do. And when Timmick used to play with him as well, Jesus Christ, it was just brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. So I've had to go for, I've had to go for John Paul McGovern. So as for this debate to who we pick, it's difficult because I know. you've got a player there. You've got a player there who will give you thousands of memories, or you've got 
Antonio, who if he was here longer, obviously he'd give a lot more. But if we're going, if we're going quality of player wise, you would be asked to be Antonio. Surely. I was, I was about to say, if, you, if you're playing football manager and you had to pick between one and two, yeah, JP's give you memories. But I think really, yeah, like you said, Antonio in terms of his quality, he's got. It's got to be, uh, it's got to be him. So, uh, right, let's bang Antonio in there. Right, I picked, I picked the two centre backs first. So, go on then, centre mid. Who was your two centre mids? Right, so two centre mids. I've got Lord down to centre mid, um, and I'll read these out anyway because obviously you're going to tell me your two favourites. And the two I've gone for, I won't mention them yet. I've wrote down though the ones that I haven't gone for. There's Keevan Lee in there. You've got. Jose Semedo in there, Ross Barkley, who were on a month's loan. Um, don't forget him. Uh, but the two I've gone for in centre mid is Barry Bannon and Glenn Whelan. I think, yeah, I think They're that's. They're my two. Uh, I think that's solid. Um, yeah, they both, both kind of this, both kind of like similar role, weren't they? In, but in different eras. I've had to put. I've had to put Bannon. Main thing with Bannon is because he is an absolute class player, and you know, you know, if he ret- if he retired from football two years ago, he'd be one of the best players everyone's ever had. Whatever we all know that, but because of the negative he's got recently, because of this, well, as we all know, our, our rubbish team's been and how much pressure he's had on him, blah blah blah. And despite everything, he's still sticking it. He's still at Wednesday now. He still wants to play for Wednesday. He's just signed a new deal. He lives in Sheffield. It's not about money, blah blah. He's always said. This club's giving me this new start and I want to take them there, I want to take them that. And he's still going to be in the league one if we're going I don't know, Barry Bannon's loyalty, everything about Barry Bannon as a player, the goals he's scored. Yeah, he hasn't been amazing this season, but nobody has. So we, I had to go for Bannon and with Whelan, obviously he's given us some great memories and Whelan was just a solid, solid centre mid. I, th- I think with, with Bannon, uh, it's one of them ones, because he's so good, I think it's, it's kind of the, op- the opposite effect to, with New you. That he like Bannon's so good, you expect so much of him every every time he plays. And if he's not picking out them fifty yard worldy you know passes from one side of pitch to the other, yeah. you, you're like, what is he? What is he playing at? Whereas you, you don't really have that expectation for any other player. So he, he's because he's so good. That's kind of a bit of his downfall. I think we, you know his expectations. I think his own expectations are too high as well. To be perfectly honest, um, but yeah, he is absolute class. Um, I, I've you know I've got to agree with you. Hutchinson were the other one. Um, so, how out of the few I've mentioned, or if any any others, which two have you gone for? Well, you, the first two that you said, that, that's the two I've gone for. I've gone for Jose Semedo. Uh, I think he was absolutely, well, just amazing in his time at Sheffield Wednesday. He, he was like, he, when you talk about players bleeding blue and white, he, he was that person. The, the effort that he put in, I mean, to have a, to have a song. You've got, you know, you've got to be a bit of a fan's favourite. But not only did he have a song, he had a, a, a shuffling away day, like, like. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. But James, let's stop a minute. Kim Olsen had a bloody song, and he was the <laughs> worst player we've ever had. Kim Olsen, Kim Olsen, the greatest Danish striker in the world. And I went to that game. We played Oldham away, and we first sang it to him. And ball came into his feet, and it went straight on the feet, and we went, "Oh, the shit! What the? Literally, that's what he was like." But anyway. Um, Semedo, <laughs> you know how much we love Semedo. All the fans are obsessed with Semedo, but he came with League One, weren't he? Yeah, we keep using that word. Yeah, solid. he was solid. And, uh, and he, he just, yeah, I mean, he just did a job perfectly. Like he was put in there to, you know, to to hustle and you know break up play and things like that. And, and I think he did that perfectly. And you know, he was there. I think what there six years, and he, for me, he's just an absolute 
class player for, for Sheffield Wednesday and someone who I always remember. Um, my other centre-back I've gone for, this one's a player that you don't that you don't really notice until he, until he's not there. Um, Kieran Lee. Kieran me. Lee. Yeah, I knew we were going to say that, yeah. It's it, it just like, he it, it just held that midfield together and like I said, whenever he weren't playing, you, you were like, where is it? But when he's playing, it, you know, it, it wasn't like flamboyant or anything like that. He just, everything he did was just effortless. You know, it, it were, it yeah, weren't like, like you know pulling off all these skills or anything. He just you know got a ball, pass, move, pass, move. Um, again, when you're on about memories and stuff, that goal he scored against Brighton, that would just you know that would kind Bristol of Bristol City. Seal. I think James, James, you know the thing is what you're on about effortless. He just reminded me like that goal against Brighton and against Bristol City. Both goals are pretty similar. They played it through two and through one on one. One's a stupidly amount of pressure against Brighton. The other one's 95th minute to win 3-2 when we were 2-0 down. And he's effortlessly just a little turn, straight through one-on-one, just one touch, and get back in there. That one at Rotherham, Rotherham 96th minute when he won 3-2. It yeah. leads through one-on-one again. One little touch and a little simple finish. It just made everything look effortless. And for things like that, I think you've got to, we've got to put Kevin Lee in there for the simple fact He's done it at championship level, the highest level in the championship. With with Semedo, yeah, we love him, we are obsessed with him, I'd love to speak to him, everything about him, I love him. But at the same time, it were all League One, it were all League One based. Same with Whelan, that will all be League One based, which is why I think Bannon... I don't know, I, I mean, I mean, I think, yeah, Kieran, Kieran Lee, we'd have to choose Kieran, Kieran Lee because he's, he's the, the other three that we've picked are a bit more defensive-minded, aren't they, really? But, I mean... Would you pick a Glen a Glen Whelan or or Barry Bannon? I'm not talking about yeah yeah Glen Whelan obviously we're in League One, but he did obviously go on to play in the in the Premier League for quite a few years. So I don't know who who, who would you go for? I, mean, I think it's, it's a difficult one, isn't it? It is because then even again that nah, it's making me want to pick Whelan and Bannon. It's making me want to pick them to what I picked, but because. I just I, I don't think you can't pick Bannon. I just don't think you can't pick Bannon. But at the same time, like you have got to have Whelan in there for everything, memories and everything we've said. If it's on about well, me and you, our, our our best eleven since we've been going, I think. Oh God, this is difficult, isn't it? Well, let's go with it. let's go with let's go with Whelan and Bannon there. Whelan and Bannon. That's just uh, make a make a call. So we've got Chris yeah, let's Brunner go with Whelan and Bannon. Wheeling it middle with Bannon and then Antonio on right. Yeah, two strikers. So go on, I'll go first. Um, are we picking them both or just one at a time? Yeah, tell us both strikers. First one I've got, we've spoke to him on the podcast, uh, Gerald Sabon. For me, I know you mentioned him at the start, but for me, I mean, a bit, it's a bit controversial having Sabon, but. To be leading goal scorer for three out of the four seasons that you were here, um, and obviously we're fans' favourite as well in one of the seasons. But that's a massive achievement. Like, for I know it didn't kind of work out for him, and we were kind of on a bit of a decline, weren't we, when he were when he were with us? But yeah. you just you know you, you didn't know what he was going to do. You know, it, it, it were like a bit you know a bit lazy up front. But Christ, when he hit ball, you knew it were hit. Do you know what I mean? And he did score some some really good goals. Um, you know, going from Ajax, you know, like I said, you know, I know it didn't quite work out in Premier League for him, but for me, yeah, to 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 be leading goal scorer for three seasons, you can't really not count him. And another one that I picked, another leading goal scorer, um, Steve McLean. Um, 
another one that we picked up from. We I think you were picked him up from Rangers, but I know you were on load at Scunthorpe when you were banging him in uh, at Scunthorpe. Uh, you can't score for me. You can't score twenty goals a season and not get a mention. Like I know you were in League One and everything, but I thought you were fantastic during that um, you know Cardiff yeah. playoff season. He just couldn't stop scoring, could he? And I mean, I'd have him. You know, if you, if you could have him, holding it. Yeah, if you could have a McLean now, you know, like a McLean of then in your team now, you'd, you'd have him any day of the week. He just he scored goals for fun. Another amazing fi- uh, find from Chris Turner. Um, just a bit of a shame yeah, how, right. how he left. You know, he you know, left on a bit of a sour note. You know, people demanding demanding too higher wages and what have you. Probably thought that we were a bit more massive than what we actually are, but. For me, uh, yes, yeah, I've gone for uh, Steve McLean and, and Gerald Sabon leading line. Two good shouts, two good shouts. So before I send my two, I'll, I'll write all names down that we're going to go for. So for a start, you've got Kenwin Jones. He was on for a month. He was an absolute rocket. He was dynamite. If we're doing month loan signings, he would definitely, definitely be in there. Along with a few people I've mentioned that come on loan for a month anyway. But that that's just one name, Kenwin Jones. With, with Kenwin Jones, I can't believe that you can have a, a player that played so few games, but yet stick in the mind of so many Wednesday fans. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because like, yeah. you, you, you got like six today. Yeah, like, like six, six in nine appearances or something like that, and I, I, just, I just come, you know. No, he scored every, every, he scored in finger six, six, mad. Yeah, quite absolute quality. Go on, who, who else you've got on your list of your short list? We wanted him back. So, so this one, obviously, Gary Medin. I, I hate him, whatever. But Gary Medin, I'm not. We're not putting him in. I'm just throwing him out there for if anyone wants to see him. So Forrest Airy, at his best on his best day. I've got Steve McLean in there as well, and the two I've gone for is. Gary Hooper, because Gary Hooper has been the most out and out, most what's the word like natural goal scorer I think we have ever had since I've been alive. The most natural finisher, the most natural, most composed goal scorer we've ever had. That season when we should have gone up, um, he was banging him in. It's, it's, I still don't think we should have let him go, but he's still not knocking him in now. And then the other one, I think you'll know just from being a fan favourite of it is it since everything from Derby Day to growing up and everything is Marcus Tudgay. So I went with Marcus Tudgay. Marcus Tudgay and Gary Hooper. That they're two they're two massive shouts then to be to be fair. So um I don't nah. I just think I think we have to I, I think from me, I've, you know what, we'll, I'll choose one of yours, you choose one of mine because I have to move one out just because I love Sibon, but I, I don't, can't remember him enough to put him in and to put him in Jamie and James's team for there for everyone to see. I can't remember him enough. So I'm gonna rule Sibon out and I'm gonna go with McLean. Go on then. Nah, I, I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Hooper then. Um just because he, like you said, he's right. just absolutely natural. And if and if you look at it, if you had Hooper and McLean up front. I mean, to be fair, that is quite a decent strike partnership, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> We've got a good little TV, here, haven't we? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, what well, before I read ours out in full, I'm just going to read a few a few out that, that we've been sent in. So, uh, we've had Eggy uh, on on Twitter. Uh, he's got Westwood in goal, a back four of Hunt, Lees, Leuvens, and Pudil, uh, a midfield quartet of Antonio, Bannon, Whelan, and Forestieri. And then he's gone for Tud Guy. And someone who hadn't mentioned, he's gone for Stephen Fletcher um, up front. Oh, yeah, good shout. We've had yeah. uh, another one, James Brown uh, on Twitter again. He's had Westwood, Hunt, Des Walker. Now, Des Walker, for me, I think that's kind of same as Pressman. He was good in the 90s. I can't really remember him a great deal after we got ready. I'm sure if we, we remember him. Yeah. yeah uh, 
Bulgaria, same as you. He's gone. He's gone for Bulgaria and, and then Podil. Uh, he's gone for the same uh, midfield as um, as what we've gone for. And Antonio, Whelan, Bannon, and Brunt, and then Forrest. Was it exactly? And, and Hooper, yeah. Um, Forrest. Yeah, my God, yes. Then we've got Chris Brammer. He's gone for Westwood, Simek, Bulgaria, Luvens, Reader Johnson, uh, Brunt, Whelan. He's gone for Lee. Um, Kieran Lee and then Antonio yeah. and then uh, he's actually gone for the two strikers that we didn't choose he's gone for Sabon and Tudguy up front so oh, uh, right. <laughs> that's, that's quite interesting isn't it yeah uh, and then another one I'm going to read out quickly uh, is Lee Hausman he's gone for Pressman Simek Spur another one for Des Walker uh, and Lee Bullen uh, Whelan McGovern uh, then he's gone for uh, Forestieri and Brunt and then up front he's got Steve McLean and Gary Hooper, same same as us. So it's quite interesting to see that that uh, yeah. you know a few different faces. But yeah, yeah. on the whole, I mean, so I just want to read our team out. We've gone in goal, uh, Kieran Westwood. Uh, we've gone for Reedy Johnson, Lee Bullen, Magic Bulgera, and Jack Hunt uh, the back four. And then we've gone Chris Brunt, Glenn Whelan, Barry Bannon, and Mikhail Antonio in midfield. And a, a strike partnership of Gary Hooper and Steve McLean. So uh, I think. I think you'd take that starting lineup any day of the week, to be fair, wouldn't you? I wouldn't take, looking at it now, I wouldn't take Hooper and McLean together for two really, really identical sort of players. But but yeah, you know what? You know the gist what we're coming, what we're saying, and what we're doing. So um, obviously, if you, if you enjoy this episode, then please let us know uh, on Twitter. Uh, you can drop us a message at WTID Pod. Uh, we're also on Facebook as well. Um, if you do like this episode, then obviously we'll do some we'll do some more. We've got some other ideas. You know, we can do like the best loan signings uh, ever. We could do best month loan signings. Like I just mentioned there, we could do we could do best we could do best foreign team. Just just foreigners. Yeah. We could do best British because we've got quite a few British. Like if you're looking there, you've got from British, you've got Ross Wallace, Barry Bannon, Glenn Whelan, John Paul McGovern, Tommy Spur, Tom Lees. Uh, we've got Westwood in now. Obviously, you've got quite a lot of. British in there as well what we could do with there's quite I bet, a bit as well we, can do. We've always done. we have quite a lot of Scottish Scottish contingent don't we I bet, I bet we, I'm wondering yeah. if we could pick a team out of just, just Scottish players as well I mean that'd be quite, well, that's, a, yeah, that's quite give me a challenge. That. I'm going to do that now I'm going to do that now <laughs> that's giving me a challenge I like that quality um, excellent so if you want to get involved as well then you can uh, you know, tweet as your uh, best 11 member post 2000 I don't want any Chris Waddle sneaking in there anything like anything like that and uh, yeah do do get involved so uh, thank you very much uh, it's a goodbye from myself goodbye from me see you soon fantastic see you next week are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.